Welcome to Being Humankind, with your hosts Brian, Mike, and Neely. We explore what it means to be human in a time of disconnection. Pam, if you could have lunch with anyone, living or not, who would it be? I could have lunch with anyone. Probably my mom. Yeah, I miss my mom. It's been probably what, 27, 28 years. And yeah, I was adopted, but she's my mom. And and I miss her, you know, she's, yeah. So probably her, I'd have lunch with her. I'd like her to see where everybody's at and what everybody's doing. I, I feel like I was blessed growing up having my grandparents. Um, my grandparents didn't die till I was in my thirties. They were married 57 years. I was blessed with them because we went on vacations and we saw them a lot. I feel like my kids and my brother's kids have been robbed of grandparents because they died. Both of them died when my, our kids were young. My, my, my brother's kids weren't even born. So I feel like they've been robbed of grandparents. I find a lot of times me trying to fill that void with doing similar type things with them but there's, there's a lot of traditions that we grew up with that my kids don't even know existed. And that's a lot of society in generations right now that don't, I, I mean, society is at fault for a lot of it for running 24 seven world and, and being open Saturdays and Sundays and not having any sacred family times anymore. Um, regardless of your religion or your belief or what you do. I mean, yeah, we always went to church every Sunday morning. You came home and had a big Sunday dinner and it was a down day for everybody. And now society dictates everybody works. And so family meals are just not there that often. And that's sad. Um, the, the, I, I mean, I, I had my two kids grow up with having family meals together and, and now it's just basically me and Becky because the holidays and stuff, we still have them. But my kids don't know that when we were kids, we had a big meal on Father's Day. We had a big meal on Mother's Day. We had a big meal on every New Year's Day, Christmas. I mean, now we kind of skip over New Year's, but I mean, every Sunday there was the big meal. We had the big family gatherings and, and I think society has robbed families of that. And I think if anything with COVID, it's hope, hopefully opened up a lot of families' eyes. That's the one blessing I think of COVID is that families have been forced to hopefully spend more time together and be, I, I rented a house up in New Hampshire for us last June, July, that all nine, my, my son, daughter, my niece and nephew, we all went up there in July. Yeah, we were quarantined, but we were all together. And we had the time of our life. Like I, I took my kids camping for 13 years and it all reminded them of that time. But we were all in one house. Yeah, we went out on a few little adventures, but we were really, you know, on hiking trails or, or very, I rented the same house for this summer again and that was their Christmas present so that we can go back again and um, spend the time together. Cause it's, it, I mean, like I said, if anything COVID that's brought that back out. Um, I wish society would wake up and say, okay, let's bring back the blue laws, bring, bring back, stop making the demands on, on people having to have to work to, to not have that family time because the family time is valuable. And, and, you know, you look at it, my dad did work two and three jobs, but damn it all, even with the two or three jobs, 
we all sat together as a family at an earlier supper time, 4.30, and had dinner together before he went off to his second job. So we still had dinner every night, and there's very few families that do that anymore. I see it just because of the program I work in. We, my program takes pride on, and now we can't do it because of COVID, but takes pride on serving family-style meals. Um, we serve breakfast and lunch, and prior to this year, we always served. The children learned how to pass food around the table and say please and thank you and pour their own milk. And so it was, it was served family style. It's not right now, um, but yeah, just to teach those skills. Um, but like I said, my kids don't even know, um, you know, that Mother's Day was a big day. I mean, when, when I grew up, Mother's Day was big. You went to see your grandmother in the nursing home, you know, um, you, you, your mother got brought flowers, you had a big dinner and now it's just, and I can't, I, I, I don't voice it because my kids don't know that was what happened. They didn't grow up that way. And it's to no fault of theirs, there was no family here to role model it. Um, so my kids don't know that, you know, so yeah, do I grow as an adult and I expect flowers and a nice home cooked meal on Mother's Day, you know? Yeah, it, it just, it's not the same anymore. And Jason has offered to take me out. I mean, it's not knocking him at all. He's gonna watch this and say, hey, you know? <laughs> He knows what to get you now. <laughs> I know, right? But he's offered to take me out to eat several times, but then you throw the dynamics of Becky and the handicap in on it and a holiday and going out to eat on Mother's Day and what that would entail bringing her. It's much more peaceful to be at home having a meal together you know, or let me work out in my garden that day. I'm, I'm at much more peace out there digging in the dirt and cook me a hamburger on the grill. So yeah, it's changed. But I mean, he's offered to it, but you, you look back at the memories of how you were raised and, and how really society has made that change. And, and if anything comes out of this COVID mess, I hope families end up relishing some of that time better. I would say for sure. I mean, I've, I went, you know, from going out five to six nights a week with various projects and other things. And now I'm not. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's great that we can do things through Zoom and other other outlets like that because I can come home, you know, Jen and I can cook dinner, one of us will do it, and then we can sit and eat together. You know, yeah. it just yeah. it sounds like such a simple thing, but it's it's so meaningful, you yeah, know, exactly. for our relationship. Exactly. You know? And 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 like I said, even here the dynamics are changed. And and like I said, I've been teaching teaching preschool virtually. But I, I did a damn good job with it. And I'm proud of myself for how I did with it. And, and my program, you know, I'd have other teachers wanting to join my class to see how I was doing it. And I think they knew it was successful because my attendance rate was so high. But we made the best of it, you know, and, and I, I acknowledged each kid. And was it ideal? No. But we certainly did it and, and did well with it. And, and even going back this week, next week, I, I have intentions of we have two kids that are not going to return yet because they're not ready to, that I'm still going to try and figure out a way to incorporate them, even though I'm back in the classroom. I've got to get it all set up still, but I intend on doing that, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, it was a golden, this whole technology, I've learned a lot on technology and I've learned how to create tabs and how to share tabs. And, you know, so I've learned a lot. It's good. It's a good learning tool, but yeah, it definitely is a different world. And, you know, that's where your part of me says, oh, you know, if we lived off grid, I wouldn't care either because we still would have this connection. I think it's ideal for the families that are long distance because 
the world today is much more long distance than it ever used to be. You know, families are much more spread out across the country, across the world. You know, Jason's best friend, his sister lives in Australia. She's now a resident of Australia. Um, he was getting married a few weeks ago and the wedding got, Jason was supposed to be in the wedding and the wedding got cut down to 10 people. So now they're hoping to have a, a reenactment in June with all of us, you know, but the sister from Australia couldn't even come. So she was zoomed in on it. So yeah, technology has definitely helped keep some of that connections. I think it's amazing. I don't think I, the hard part is not convincing everybody to embrace it. I've got an almost 80, 80 year old aunt that wants nothing to do with it. So, you know, you, you got that, those, oh, come on, I'll get you this, I'll get you, no, nope, I don't want it. <laughs> so, but I'm like, it's, it amazes us how on technology it's, it's, it is. And, but then Jason always preps us for when the technology is not there, we got to have our backup. So, <laughs> you know, the, the, the prepper part of it. So, but 